I've been feeling vibes all day, I've been feeling vibes all night. Let me breathe and meditate. Elevate, is that alright? It's energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. I try to reach everybody, but I can't reach everybody. I may not be called to this person or called to that person, but I still try. I'm not sorry. Hey, what's I going on, good people? It's your girl, T Hardaway. And I'm here without my boy, Michael Basile, today because we're doing some special, special guest things going on today. So today, we're going to do um, something a little bit different than what you normally see. So as you know, we're having our first Did It For The Hood music showcase. And uh, I wanted to take some time to highlight and spotlight some of these artists so you can kind of get to know their stories a little bit, kind of get an introduction to them before you come and see them uh, perform on November 18th. All right. So today we have Stephanie is our guest. Stephanie, welcome to the pod. Hello. Happy to be here. Hey, glad to have you. Glad to have <laughs> you. Um, so I'm going to kick it right on off. Um, Stephanie, tell me about you. Who is Stephanie? Ah, uh, man. Uh, so, Stephanie is growing. Stephanie is uh, so comfortable in her skin and, and so excited to just keep uh, discovering more parts about herself. I feel like I've, uh, you know, had the the blessings that I've had, you know, and in, in just the people around me and everything. And Honestly, I'm just an absorption of everything that I've been able to see and, and you know, experience in life so far. And I'm so young and yeah, I'm just a a bundle of of everything, you know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you're just experiencing life as it comes. Indeed I am. <laughs> as you should, as you should. Let nobody rush your pace. Um, so where are you from? Uh, I'm born and raised from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. You never have you ever lived anywhere else? Uh no, I haven't. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you're one of those rare true New Yorkers. <laughs> like Brooklyn. I gotta wait <laughs> for the borough. <laughs> yeah, you know you have all the transplants in New York now. So when you hear somebody who's actually from New York, you're like, well, okay, cool. Mm. Okay. So I've listened to some of your music. Um, very sultry. What's the inspiration for your sound? Uh, so my inspiration definitely comes from everywhere. I I definitely do have an extreme love for neo soul and jazz, and it's definitely in like a lot of. It's rooted into a lot of my music, um, especially what I'm creating right now to date. Um, but I. I do love all genres, which is like everybody says that, right? But it's it's so true, you know, like all, all types of music hits you in a different way, you know? Um, so yeah, I get a lot of inspiration from alternative music as well. And hip hop is a, is a big um, root for me as well. Um, and yeah, all, all types, I would say, but yeah. Mm. So as I was listening to Son, I couldn't really, I, I'm not gonna say I couldn't, I wanted to ask you, what genre would you put yourself in? Um, I feel like I, I'm definitely always exploring. Um, mm. And so like the, the genre placement is kind of like, I don't know, it's a tricky question for me, I guess, because I, I could say that like, I'll make a song and it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is the vibe that I was going for. This is great. 
And then I make something that's completely different. I'm like, okay, well, now what? What do I consider myself? Um, but I, I would say right now, if I can gear myself towards like a niche, um, I, I would say neo soul. I'm definitely discovering a lot of just uh, neo soul alternative and putting that into R and B music as well. Um, but yeah. So you're still very much experimenting right now, still finding a way. How long have you been doing music? I've been doing music uh, in the space, in the passion of music. I've been doing it all my life without even knowing it. Um, but I have really recently started like putting stuff out and, and just being more um, focused into it in the last like year or two, I would say. Okay. So if I'm a new person coming to listen to your music, mm -hmm. what would be the first song that you suggest I listen to? Never heard you before. Hmm. Never heard me before. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, right now I have one single out that um, is really, I would say like my, my serious start into music is the first one that I ever put out. And I feel like it's also, to date the most um, raw and authentic song that I have out right now. Um, and it's called Runaway. And it's just me and my guitar. And I feel like if you wanna know, uh, get to know me or you've never heard me before, that's probably the best song that you'd be able to listen to right now. That's like just the rawest I could have been. I literally recorded in my room with like a $20 mic. <laughs> so it's, yeah. That's, definitely that's, all, that's all it takes. You just take the creativity in the <laughs> space. Hmm. Okay, Runaway. Runaway would be the song to listen to. So you're still in your experimental space. You, you If we had to give you a genre, it would be Neo Soul, but I have a feeling your your sound's going to evolve over time, so we're not going to be married to that right now. <laughs> we're not going to marry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. How many projects have you put out? Uh, Right now, so I have um Runaway out right now as a single. And then I've had the honor of being a part of some collaborative projects as well. But in terms of like um, solo work, I'm actually currently working on an EP that is going to be like my first debut project. So that's going to be fun. I'm really excited for that. Congrats, congrats, congrats. That's that's always dope. That first that first one of really, really introducing yourself to the world is always exciting and scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hell scary. yeah. You know, yeah. it's like vomiting, but in a great way, you know, like you're getting you're getting rid and letting go of this thing, but also starting something new. Right. But yeah, vomiting is probably not the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I wasn't going to highlight that. I was going to kind of just, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, skip it over. It's all good. Um, oh, Do you have a specific producer that you work with? Uh, so I've had the honor of working with a lot of producers right now. Um, I I would like quick shout outs. I definitely have been working a lot with Stuart Ennis. I've been working with um, Y Kaiser, um, Jody, who goes by um, Friday Eve on Instagram, uh, Buddy Not Bud, Layton, so many amazing producers that I've gotten to know in New York, New York based. Um, some of them came from other states as well. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm really just, like, uh, been collaborating, and I think that that's also been, like, a really fun experiment in terms of sound, too, because it's just, like, you create something new every time. Mm. Mm. So how do you, how do you choose who you want to collaborate with? 
Like, is it just a um, vibe or? It's definitely a mixture of the synergy that you can have in music and also um, just like as a person, like in general, you're a cool dude, you know what I'm saying? I, I, that is already like a great check, you know? I, I personally, I, I'm not trying to work with nobody that's like bad vibes in my book, you know? <laughs> um, and funny. yeah, but even like, cause you know, you can, you can really match with somebody music wise. You can make great music with them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you guys are good outside of that, you know? Um, but when you do, when you are able to make and build like a great relationship with the producer, um, that bleeds into the music. So it's like, you can make something great with somebody that you guys don't necessarily get along, but if you do get along, that's just going to make the the project and whatever you're working on just 10 times better, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I would say just being able to be human to human, understand each other and, yeah, having that synergy in music, I guess. Do you consider, do you set, how not, I'm trying to formulate the question in my mind. Mm-hmm. How do you put yourself in a space to be vulnerable in the music? Hmm. I, I mean, you know, not going to lie, definitely took time for me to figure that out. And I'm still figuring that out as like, kind of new things come up and I'm like oh I didn't think I would talk about that (laughs) that's nice um I think that you know I kind of you know music was kind of my outlet for expressing and like I use it as a form of therapy even before I decided to put anything out and so that vulnerability kind of just started building from there because a lot of times I'm not the most outspoken and I don't really uh, speak much. Like I, I really do express myself the most through my music. Um, and yeah, that that kind of just built the vulnerable space because it was just something that I always uh, gave myself access to. And I, it was it was a form of expression from when I can remember really. Okay. But yeah. All right. I don't know if I could do it. I, I love I love listening to music. I love listening to great art, but when I see listen to some of the things that y'all bear in your music, I'm like, no. No. Yeah, no, she gets deep real quick. It was it, it becomes a slippery slope immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the beauty of it though. I think like everybody has their own form of therapy. And I and I really advocate for that too, that everybody finds their own way to express themselves because it's needed. You know, uh, we need to be able to feel held all the time, you know, so that's what was there. Was there ever a time before you really started delving into your music when you felt like you didn't have that safe space to express yourself? Um, for sure. I, I, I definitely uh, think that I've had moments, you know, before I found music where I was kind of just like. Just not sure, like on how to, you know, like I think that growing up as a kid it's uh you're learning so much not even just like how to communicate but even just like you know how to read how to walk how to write and in a lot of things a lot of times it gets distracting and you know finding that um place to express just kind of becomes just you know expressing in the moment you know like i i always like you know 
I, I pray that there's always patience given to kids because a lot of times it's like, oh, yeah, they'll throw tantrums and stuff. But it's like they just haven't found their outlet. They haven't mm. figured out how they can communicate yet, you know, and that takes time. And, yeah, I definitely had to um, not just figure that out for myself in terms of finding the space, but even just allowing myself to see where I'm at and be more present in what's around me. Because I did have, and I'm grateful to have, like, loving friends and family that they're there. Sometimes it just takes time for that person to, you know, either realize that or open up. Hmm. It's a word. That's a word. So through that opening up and through your music, do you consider yourself to be a storyteller? I would say so, yeah. I I think that, uh, you know, I, I kind of joked about this to myself uh, sometimes about like how there's songs that like I, you could really question if I'm talking about me or somebody else. And, mm. you know, I find it funny because it's like, you'll never know. But then like, do you, you know, <laughs> like if you know me, you might know which ones right. are directed. But, uh, but yeah, like I, I think that storytelling is a huge factor in my writing. So. But I mean, you know, your ability to take in other people's stories and also write, that makes you a great artist. That makes you a great writer. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. No problem. That's because you know what I think people don't realize that like that's part of writing is translating other people's feelings and thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know I um I'm in school right now and I and I study music and one of my professors shout out Professor Jenkins is fucking sick. Anyways, he explained that uh he was talking about the psychological aspect in terms of like being an artist and subjectivity. Um, and we kind of had this whole debate on like what you know, subjectivity really is in a song and how that portrays or how it changes once a song is made, you know, because you make a song and let's say the subject was originally you, you wrote this about how you were feeling in the moment. Once you put it out, it's no longer about just you. There's other people that will find a different subjectivity to that and a different perspective. And, you know, I, yeah, I think it's, it's very important. And I, I want to be able to be a voice, you know, a voice of so many but like that you know we all want to be heard in some way and uh to be able to kind of tell my story and also hopefully tell others is yeah it'd be an honor man, that's so dope man i wish i could write music <laughs> all i write is garbage but <laughs> Started, I, dude, what I, you know, I guess everybody's their own self-critic. Yeah, if I look back at the stuff I used to write, there was no deep shit in there. <laughs> if you thought you was song. hard, though, you thought you were... The bars, I, yeah, I was I was really hyping myself up. That's how I had to get here, you know? I had to kind of be a little delusional in order to, to really push through, you know? Me and, Mike, me and Mike were just talking about the necessary delusion of being a creative. Indeed. You gotta indeed. believe. You got to really believe, man. Hell yeah. You got to believe before anybody else will. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you consider yourself to be a quote-unquote traditional artist, or how would you define yourself? I know you said you're neo-soul, but because you're kind of genre-bending right now, like, mm -hmm. do you consider yourself any one thing, really? Um, I, I would say no. I don't really consider myself any one thing, but I also... I wonder, like, 
I'm like asking you a question. What do you what do you mean by like traditional artists? Um so like okay, so let's let's think about like the music industry from a, a traditional artist means like they would put if you were a rapper, you were a rapper. They they wouldn't let you veer out of that space at all. If you were a singer, you were a singer. That's it. So when I say non-traditional, now you start to see people that are like um, bending into both lanes, using more melodic sound. They're kind of like playing with, you know, playing with the genre bending, playing with all the dynamics of music. So that's why I said you consider yourself, I'm a singer, I'm a this, or am I bending into both? Um, I definitely think, yeah, I, I definitely like bending into everything that I can get my toes in. Like, eventually I want to make like, some weird ass shit that somebody literally listens to and they're like what the fuck is this like i just you know just because you have the, the ability like just having the access to be able to make something it just makes you so curious to be like let me just make the weirdest shit possible um but yeah i i definitely it it's the times too like i right now i feel like there's that ability like you said back then i think that maybe there wasn't as much um you know, a lot of artists got overlooked in terms of wanting to experiment because it's like, oh, this sound works. But just because this sound works doesn't mean that you might not find something down the line that's like works just as well or maybe even better, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. What made you, you said you majored in music. What made you want to major mm -hmm. in music? Um, Honestly, this goes back on the like delusional chain and like the... <laughs> the I can be anything. Facts. It, it just really goes back down to just believing in yourself because I took a bet on it. Like I, I didn't really think about, you know, cause you go to college and you're like, I time to figure out life, you know? Uh, and I definitely could have chosen something that's quote unquote safer or quote unquote more planned out, you know, but my plan was to figure it out. You know, like I, I, didn't really see myself studying anything else and I really wanted to study something I was interested in and I'm so grateful that I did because you know taking a bet on yourself is is the best thing that you can do because it's really when you discover discover um more about yourself and just any obstacle that comes your way is a learning lesson you know so I'm really yeah that that was definitely just me going on a gamble and saying let's just pick this and move forward so how long have you been in your program? Uh, right now, I'm a senior. So I'm actually about to graduate soon. Yeah, All right. So Turn up. That's what's up. Where do you go to school? I go to school in City College. Okay. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah. So since you've been in your program, you, since you're on your way out, I can ask this question then. Mm -hmm. like, what, have you learned, what have you learned about yourself in the process? Mm. Um, I've... Hmm. I feel like I, before I, I went to school for music, I kind of, I was, I was starting my songwriting, like taking it more seriously and, and, you know, discovering and experimenting with music and all that, but I didn't really have much of, um, no, I didn't have any knowledge and I didn't really have much of like a, general interest in like music theory and mm. this is crazy i was literally thinking about this yesterday too and like right now i can say that 
And this goes for anybody that is studying music and is like, music theory is impossible. I can't do this. Reading scores all night long is stressful. There will come a time where you're going to fall in love with it. Like, I, I promise you, just stay patient. It'll work out. I promise. But it's it's honestly so interesting. And I didn't expect myself to be as interested in it as I am. Um, and yeah, that's definitely something that I learned along the way. That's like, I, not only is, does it help sharpen my skills, but it's like something I can continuously be educating myself on and growing into. So. Yeah. All of my friends that were music majors, as soon as you said music theory, every friend that I had that was a music major was like, theory! Ah! Like, that was their whole reaction. Yeah, it's 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 definitely, yeah, it's worth it, but it's definitely a lot of just, like, reading scores and everything looking like just dots on a paper. Especially the more and more shit you start to read. It's like three yeah. in the morning and you're reading, like, a three-page score sheet it's like it's not the best but it works so i mean you have you have an education in music right so i know you're becoming an artist but like as far as like the work side is there any particular position you want to do so i definitely um there's so much that i am gonna do and i'm so excited to explore into and with music specifically getting the education through it um i've recently been um just thinking about like music education um right now i work as a teacher and it like just being able to give back in some way and create a space for other people has been so fulfilling and it's definitely something that i want to keep doing even if it's in my own way in the future however that means um definitely that is something that i i really love um, just being able to give back and yeah and, and I definitely want to create a platform um, for other people to be able to you know share their art as well so we'll see we'll see what the cards hold I love it you know I'm creating a platform I love that Indeed. I love that that's dope um mm. Do you think when you're creating music, right? Do you ever think about following trends or what is your motivation when you're making music? Mm, um, you know, this is a great question for the for the times too. <laughs> um, I think that I try to steer away from trends as much as possible, but I don't want that I don't want to say that in a bad way. Like I I respect every artist and in, in every medium that create something because regardless of what they're creating, I know that they're creating, there has to be some part of you that wanted to create this. Otherwise, you know, I, I hope that they're not lying to themselves because like, I, I, I definitely, yeah. Like I, I think that trends are made because something worked, you know, like there's obviously a, an appeal to this. There's, there's things that people like There's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I don't, want to I feel like as an artist it can sometimes be a bit of pressure to feel like you know this is working so you know oh, that right. you can, exactly and um you know that that's kind of what I push away from it's just like whatever I make is what I make and right. whatever if it falls into something it falls into something but I'm I'm I don't want to give myself that limit I guess to yeah feel the need to lead into anything specifically 
As you shouldn't. As you shouldn't. As you, should. you should definitely. I could go down a rabbit hole with this. <laughs> I'm so like, me and Mike had this conversation all the time about like originality, because I always mm -hmm. say like, originality is what originality sets you apart, and what what makes people actually like fall in love with you, when they mm -hmm. fall in love with your voice. You know, because I think about all of the like the greatest artists of the past, you'll have one artist come out with a unique sound and style, then you have the copycats, because that's the trend, okay? But nobody really knows, nobody really remembers the copycats. They only remember the person who started the trend or the person who cut through the trend. Mm. So I'm like, that's, you know, originality is so important. Yeah, originality is so important. And then, right. like, historically, when you start looking, like, if you go back... It kind of like something in the music industry shifted where at the beginning it was a um it was all about originality. Like you had to have an original sound. And of course you have a few people that kind of like mimic the next person, but it was all like, okay, what's the new sound? What's the new sound? And then they got to a phase where it was just like, okay, let's copy it and reproduce mass as fast as possible. I'm like, hmm. But I definitely don't think that's it's it's not a sustainable model. So mm. I went on a little tirade, but anywho. You no, keep doing I, you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, you no, keep I, doing I, you. Originality is important. Um, you know, we we're always going to be inspired by something, right? There's, there's, uh, you know, uh, as long as yeah, my thing is make what you want to make. You know what I'm saying? Make what you want to make and be happy about what you're making. Don't worry about what anybody else is making. Focus on what it is that you want to be what you want to do and yeah inspirations are great um but yeah have your have your own voice yeah you know and, and believe in it and love it you know because that's yours nobody else is gonna have that so tis true tis true so when you're making music what's your creative process you gotta have candles incense you need to be by yourself the, or... whole, the whole thing the Nothing shebang no, I do love, I do love a great scenery. I, I think that um, I'll definitely create, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I definitely do love being in quiet space, you know, uh, being able to add something like incense or lights or, you know, just uh, really what it's about is just clearing the space and, and giving myself uh, a clean slate. Um, if that means, you know, I got to like, you know, light a candle. I don't know. Something was rotting in the fridge or something. I don't know. Then that means that if, if I got to, you know, uh, uh, say some some meditations, some affirmations, maybe coming in with an intention, um, then that's that. But sometimes I just kind of just go on my laptop and I'm like, all right, <laughs> no, Here we go. What I'm gonna make today. yeah, exactly. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. So what can we expect from you on November 18th when you perform? Uh, I'm so excited for November 18th uh, because I, I really think that it's going to be very different from any performance that I've done yet. Um, you know, it's kind of going to be a flip of the last performance that I did, which was at Arlene's Grocery great fucking show and i'm sorry oops you said no girl it's all right we're gonna bleep you <laughs> okay but but yeah fine um 
so yeah no uh great great show great blank show and um yeah that um i it's gonna be kind of a flip of that show i really wanted to take just strip it back um you know and so it's really just gonna be me and guitar and i just want to be raw i just want to be be there with the people that are there and just be in the moment absolutely i think it's gonna be a vibe i think it's gonna be a great vibe I can't wait to see your performance. Thank you. Absolutely. So give everybody your socials. Where can they find you? Uh, so you guys can find me at, uh, at Jolly All Year Round on Instagram. I'm sorry, it's a long ass name. Um, and you can find me as a Stephanie on all streaming platforms. Uh, look out for my single Runaway. That's the single that's out right now. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much me. Y'all right, can check her out, check all of her pages out, everything on all the different social media sites, all the streaming platforms, and make sure y'all come out on November 18th to Club Iris in Brooklyn, and you'll get to see her perform live. Again, my name is T. Hardaway, and thank you, Stephanie, so much for coming through tonight. And uh, we'll see y'all. We got I, This is a series, y'all, so there are going to be more artists coming, so check you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey. Awesome. That was fun.